Hello and welcome to Anfield Extra as part of the Liverpool Echo. I'm Neil Jones and I am delighted to bring you a big interview podcast special today. I have been on the road and don't always stay in the office. I've been down to Nottingham to speak to a man who's got a very distinguished playing career and is now making his way in the world of management. He's at the very top of League Two at the moment and he's doing a pretty good job at... English football's oldest professional club. He's the Notts County manager, Kevin Nolan, a scouser born and bred, a toxic lad, someone you'll be very familiar with and not just for his chicken dance. He's uh, a guy who's made over 600 professional appearances in the Premier League and uh, Championship. He is a man who scored 99 career league goals. He uh, expresses a source of regret that he never got to the magic 100. Uh, he was very generous with his time. He gave me an hour in his office down at Meadow Lane, Notts County's ground, and he talked us through pretty much everything, his upbringing as a, a young lad um, at Bluecoat School and Beaufort Street School in, in Toxteth and in uh, Wavertree. He talks us through his dad playing as a centre-forward alongside Robbie Fowler's dad in a local pub team. He talks us through seeing Robbie Fowler as a young player. He talks of his idols growing up as a player, the likes of Steve McManaman, Lee Sharp and Eric Cantona, even a young scouser supporting Manchester United and looking out for Manchester United players. Interesting indeed. He talks us through his release at Liverpool and how he came to wind up at Bolton Wanderers, where I'm sure a lot of you will be familiar with his work. He talks us through scoring at Anfield on his first visit back there with Bolton New Year's Day 2002 and there's an interesting story there of how he ended up celebrating that in the Arkles pub uh, nearby to Anfield he also goes through the managers he worked under the likes of Sam Allardyce Alan Pardew Chris Hewton of course uh, he talks us through ex-players that he's played with think of some of the names that rocked up at Bolton Wanderers Fernando Hierro Nicholas Anelka Yori Jokaev a lot of those players, and most notably of all for Liverpool fans, he talks about El Juf. So you'll find out a little bit more about uh, a man who, it's fair to say, is one of the most divisive characters Liverpool have had in many a year. It's a it's a chat uh, that I really enjoyed recording. I'm sure you will enjoy listening to it as well. Kevin's a very engaging guy. He's a very open guy, and he likes to uh, take the Mickey out of himself as well, which is always always a nice trait to have in an interviewee. So I hope you enjoy it. Um, we're looking to bring you a few more of these as the months and weeks go on. But for now, this is the Anfield Extra big interview with Kevin Nolan, and hopefully you enjoy it. Okay, Kevin Nolan. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we're, we're here at Notts County. A bit of a bit of a grey day in Nottingham. <laughs> it's uh, the fog. The fog seems to descend. But the oldest, uh, the oldest professional football club in the world, and you've got them, uh, got them flying high at the moment. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, absolutely delighted to be where we are at the minute. Um, it's everything's you know going hunky dory as they say, and uh, from where we actually well, where it was when I actually walked in the door uh, to where we are now. Uh, as a club, we're growing every day, so it's absolutely fantastic for us. And long may it continue. You know, we we set out on a journey when me and Alan, well, Alan took over the club and he appointed me, and he had a vision of trying to get this club, you know, as high as possible, you know, and as quickly as possible, if you like. But you know, but not with no real sense of agency. You know, there was no real pressure there. Uh, but you know, thankful enough with what we're doing at the minute on the pitch and what he's doing off the pitch, it's, it seems to be working. And, there's a real positive vibe around the place and uh, looking forward to games now and <laughs> and hopefully uh, keep winning. Yeah, I mean, got into management there then. You've gone in 
pretty young. I mean, managers are getting younger and younger. To be honest, I think I think I think I saw a stat that in the Bundesliga, I think you'd be in the top ten, maybe. But was that a tough decision to make because you've been playing very good level Premier League Championship for for many yeah. years? You still got probably years left in you as a player. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a quite a tough decision because when I first started, I wanted to continue to play. Um, when I started at uh, Leighton Orient, I was yeah. still looking to try and get a club to play, and um, it just wasn't happening. You know, we weren't getting deals; people weren't really talking because they possibly seen the fact that this was my next step, and they didn't really want to be bringing me in and thinking, "Well, he yeah. could be taking my the job." Shadow yeah. There almost, yeah, he could be taking my job within yeah. six months. He's a perfect, you know, replacement if it's not going so well. And I actually had a couple of managers say that to me when we yeah. were talking because and because that's the world we live in now, and I feel that you know sometimes you've got to. Um, when I, I I hope I'm never in that pro, you know that sort of predicament where if I want to bring a player in, I'm not really worried about him yeah. coming in and taking my job. I'm bringing him in for the best of the team, the club, and for me really. Um, so I found it quite strange in that way. So when I took the job at Orient. Uh, I was, you know, really enjoyed it. Loved doing it. Loved doing the day to day. I obviously played a bit there, uh, but I just found it a bit difficult trying to do too much. So what I did when I come in here was sort of look back, see what we needed, uh, and if if I was going to be needed, yeah. then I would have, you know, put my boots on. But uh, funny enough, the meet, you know, me one, you know, me two centre midfielders are really good players, so um, <laughs> it just meant that I was started eating more biscuits and <laughs> and the belly started to come, you know. And uh, but uh, yeah, listen, it wasn't what I envisaged. I thought that I would be able to play. I still think I could play at a level in in, in that. I haven't, you know, but and I haven't hung my boots up yet. But uh, I feel that you know the days are now behind me, and this is what I'm really, you know, putting me all my efforts and yeah. everything into it and, and trying to be yeah. uh, the best manager I can be. You know, I spoke about it. I'm at me I'm in my apprenticeship if you like as a manager and it's just such a fantastic thing because, you know, our chairman's in the apprenticeship of him being a chairman, yeah. he's a new chairman running a club day to day and we're trying to learn together to be better together and, and trying to make this club better. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel that, you know, at the at the moment we're doing quite well. Yeah, yeah but there's was there's always room for improvement and that's the good thing about him. We never rest on our laurels he's the same as me you know is always just trying to strive to be better and better each day and, and hopefully that you know we, we can continue to keep the club going you know in the right direction yeah I know you you would have obviously spoken to people that you've worked under I imagine Sam Allardyce was one of the calls you made I imagine Chris Hutton maybe would be someone that you yeah. speak to before you took your first job did they did they tell you I have a good think about this or do they, do they <laughs> no, know you well enough to know that this, yeah. is, this is for you yeah funny enough I think when I've spoken to Chris and you know I've spoken to a lot of managers who I've played for that, that's the sort of path they see in me leading really yeah. uh, when I, when I, before I took the job I spoke to Sam because he just took the Crystal Palace job yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, when I'd done it and I'd, you know I'd spoken about maybe coming to you know sort of shadow him and try and get on his coaching staff just to see what he's like in this office environment in the day to day and you know, because obviously I'd worked with him as a player, yeah. but I'd never seen him in meetings with the staff and how he how he how he did it. And I just thought if I can't get a job and this this job doesn't happen, then you know that'd be something good for me to to try and do. Um, but he just said, "No, you're ready. Go yeah. for it. Yeah, enjoy it. Uh, you're definitely ready, lad. And uh, if you ever need me, you know, you can just pick up the phone. And as you just said, there, uh, Chris, you you know, spoke to him during the summer. We keep him, you know, 
you yeah. know good contact you know we keep in contact all the time and I'll probably be you know ringing him for you know for players and yeah. for, for you know for people but I've got loads of good people who are in the game who who I've worked with you know uh, obviously Alan Pardew who I work with yeah. who's not in the game at the minute but I know if I give him a call he'd give me any advice he needed and you know so I've, I've played with some really good good uh, well played under some really good managers who've been successful in this in this um <clears throat> in this industry in in management that I know that they'll give me some good good advice and the good thing about it now is that with being a young English manager you sort of find when you go to them LMA dinners or you go to them you know you see all the the English uh, managers now they want they're really yeah. you know they're really backing you so they'll try and help you as much as they can so that's always nice to know that they've got your back as well yeah what about the level then in terms of because as I said that you played top two tiers pretty much all your career you dropped down for Leighton Orient and now you're obviously here how did you find sort of did you know the level particularly well or just I didn't know it tremendously well uh, before I went in and started training with Orient just to keep myself fit and then obviously kept it kept in you know you know just keeping eyes on uh, Orient's results and plays and stuff and then when obviously I got the, the job uh, sort of a nov- novice, if you like, amateur in, in the fact that you know I didn't know a lot about the players around, but I knew a lot of players. I knew about my squad of players because I'd been in their training, so I knew what they were capable. And that's what my main focus was on, really. But then once I come away from uh, audience, I, I then started like broadening my horizons because yeah. I knew a lot about the Championship and the Premier League. Whereas now I'm probably League One and League yeah. Two, and Championship and Premier League are probably the bottom. Yeah. So when I say to me little boy, you the thief tells me you people are not, <laughs> you know, I'm getting like that dad who forgets who people are in, in <laughs> the Premier name, League. Yeah. yeah, yeah, what's his name? I mean, that go, I mean, that goes through all the whole team before it gets to the one I want, and um, because he probably played two years ago and he doesn't play no more. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, and and it's it's funny how the shift comes, you know. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, it it's it's crazy, but. Uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, trying to you know get better and, try, and trying to learn more and more about the game. And I think, as I said, you know, this is your apprenticeship, and to have an absolutely, you know, I find it. You know, it, it might be a bit uh, of a bad way of every anyone else looking at it, but for me, it's not because I've got an absolutely unbelievable club with a new chairman who's really backing me, and uh, you know, and I've got his back. He's got mine. We have a great relationship. So to be working under them, like sort of. Um, well, to be working under him and, and in such a good and nice environment, it just makes everything easy on this side of it. And hopefully, you know, I can keep performing for him so that I can keep trying to make him successful and try and, uh, you know, get him not spending and putting more money in his pocket and going into his pockets and try and get the, the club to sort of run itself, really. And that's I think that's his goal on his side. And I can I can help him with that by being successful on yeah. Where does the, the management thing come from? This, this is the first time I've met you, but yeah. I think the perception of you as a player was almost that you you always a club captain type player, a leader, a, a sort of um, somebody who ran the dressing room, if you like. Is that is that always been you? Is that, have, you have you grown into that? Or did, yeah, did no, you have that I've captained since I was a young lad. I was you know captain of Liverpool schoolboys, captain of all the probably the teams, the schoolboy teams I played for, clubs, you know schools, all that type of stuff. So it was sort of a natural transition. Uh, when I was under 19, so I was under 19, bond captain, yeah. reserves captain, all of that type of stuff, and then you know got a captain as a real young age of 23 yeah. at Bolton. So and then ever since really been a captain wherever club I went to. It took me a year to get at Newcastle because there was already a club yeah. captain in place and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, came halfway through the season. So yeah, I mean it's just it was always sort of a, a 
I, I always thought, you know, I, I really enjoyed that side of it, the off the field stuff, you know, trying to sort that out, help players out, doing all that type of stuff. So I always thought it was a natural transition, you know, being a manager. I never really see myself as a coach. Uh, and I've, I've continued to say that when I've been on my BNA <laughs> license, I don't, I, I don't know how you can coach every day. People love it. Yeah. And I can't really see it. I can't see that the lot. I don't get me wrong. I love being on the training ground. I love being able to step in and step out. Yeah. I do take my own little bit here and there. But the day to day and the planning, what you know, my assistants do and the way they sit there and go through. I I sit there and I'm just bouncing, come back out, come back in. I'm not <laughs> happy with that, come back in. But the, you know, and that's why it works because I'm not. You know, they're bringing new ideas and fresh ideas to me, and they're better coaches than me, and I see yeah. that. And that's why it works because I'm a better manager, I feel, than them two. And them two together as coaches make me a better manager. Um, they'll probably disagree with you on both of them. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I think that's what you've got to, you know, when you, you've got to bring good people around you if you're all yeah. going to be successful. And I feel that I've got two people within Norm, Mark Crossley and Richard Thomas, who's my assistant. With them, they make me better every day because they're always questioning me, making me, you know, t- and testing me. And I do the same for them when, when it comes down to that side of it. Is it putting your ego aside a little bit as, as a manager? Because a lot of managers, or some managers come across that they don't like being told something what to do, but if, you, if you've got someone that you can trust, you can just say, well, I'll leave you to it, I'll see you in a couple of hours, I'll come in and do yeah, my bit. No, yeah, I mean, I think you've got to trust the, the people who are in around you, and if you can't trust them, then you, you're never going to, I don't feel, be successful. I feel you've got to have them people around you who you trust. You know, with your life, if you like, because they're the ones who you're trusting to keep hold of your job. Because if it's not going well, they're not, or them two are not going to go. It's going to be me who goes, and they'll be waiting to see if they stay with the next manager or they get lifted up or they want to do that. But I feel that, yeah, you've got you've got to be able to give them something. Otherwise, they just become spare parts in a in a in a sort of a staff which you people will look at and go well not really needed because he does everything else I've never really quite understood that and I think I get that from both Chris and uh, and Sam and, uh, and Alan is that they always had someone who was able to who they could trust who could go and deal with the team on a day to day and they'll step in when 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 if needed so you know Sammy Lee for example yeah it was Sammy Lee at Bolton was you know the perfect yeah. example Chris you know, was that wasn't he a Newcastle yeah, before he became before manager. he became manager but Sammy Lee was a, would be the perfect example of you know Sam Allardyce you probably wouldn't see him yeah. Sunday Monday or Tuesday because Sammy would be there he'd be the one who'd run in the club he'd be yeah. the one who everything would be run on the Sam's yeah. thing but Sammy would you know really drive it and then when it comes to Thursday it would all split off Sam would come in he'd do his bits or everything then geared towards the Saturday so yeah I mean I think that's you know it's yeah. a good thing and it's giving them a bit of ownership of, of what they want to do and putting their thoughts into yeah. how we how we're going to get better and everything you know yeah if I take you back then to sort of uh, your early days then as a as a young lad growing up in Liverpool um Toxteth, that, that's where you're from, yeah. And, Toxteth, and, mate, yeah, and yeah. Blue Coat, Coat School. So, when, when do you notice then that you're, you've got a chance of being in the in the professional game, or you've got a chance um, of making a living well, out of it? Obviously, I played Liverpool School Boys for two years on the spin. I went with me. I was I went to Bolford Street School. It's it's been knocked down now, yeah. and I went with me mate, um, <clears throat> just to sort of keep him company, and I was a year below, and I ended up. Getting him, but he didn't realise that I was only nine because I was quite a big nine year old. So I was, I was since Sammy Lee, I was the only nine year old to play for the schoolboys two years on the spin yeah. under 11s, yeah. 
So and I played with you know I played with Ricky Lambert, yeah. played with Franny Jeffers in the, in them years. You know Franny the first year, um, and then Ricky Lambert the the second year. He, well, I didn't play with him for Liverpool because he played for Kirby, so we used to play yeah. against him. They were our local rivals. So yeah, I mean. I, I, you know, everyone was then saying, "Oh, yeah, you, you." And then I go to Liverpool. I was at Liverpool till about fourteen, and then I and then got re- sort of released and sort of said, "Well, it's not working." They wanted me to still go, but and you know, keep monitoring, but it won't work. And I wanted to just play, yeah, you know, football and go back with my mates. That's what I did. Went back to my mates. Really enjoyed like playing Sunday league again. We won all the cups. It yeah. was just nice to be yeah, around your mates and that for South Hill, oh, South Hill, okay, yeah. yeah. Just off Park Road, you know, yeah. what used to be the pub yeah. that's been knocked down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all been knocked down. Yeah, down. yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know. <laughs> and then, um, and then, I, I, my mate was playing for um, Bolton, and I remember being at the City Boys at the time on the 15s, and uh, I was playing with him, and he used to drop me off. His dad used to drop me off, and he was playing for Bolton at the time. He said, "Oh, so I was going to Liverpool." I said, "I haven't been at Liverpool for like yeah. two months." And he's like sort of slammed the car on right <laughs> really? the back. Don't remember vividly this day. Slammed the car. Went, what? Like yeah. I was like, yeah, I've been going there, and I'm like, what's happened? I thought he's like slammed. Like, Better get out my car. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, you're not playing for them. I went, no. And he went, well, you coming to Bolton then? I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. come there. And then when I went to Bolton, it was just like going and playing with all my mates. It was like they had a real. It was real casual, you know. There was two yeah. fellas, uh, and. Uh, uh, Robin, but I think what was his name? Robin Bobby. I think it was Robin Bobby. Or I can't really think. No, they'll come back to me. <laughs> and uh, I, I just remember, and I was thinking, this is just like playing for the league yeah, for South Hill, you know, yeah, but for Bolton, yeah. and you had the Bolton kit on, you had all that. But we were a re- we had a really good team, yeah. and we, you know, we matched anyone: Liverpool, Man U, uh, Man City, Everton, all that. I mean, we. I think we went a year, eighteen months without getting beat, yeah, yeah. and they're on the fifteen, sixteens. I think. They didn't give too many of us YTSs though because obviously they, them lads weren't really they were just on part time staff who yeah. took us uh, and I was lucky I was one of the lucky ones who got one and then within a year I was I was you know thinking to the first team and it was like it was yeah. mad it was just like sort of a roller coaster so you sort of get what the only time I started believing that I could be a professional footballer was when I got told that I was going to be given I was I was so the YTS, first year of yeah. an academy scholar. So I was the first year of all the academy starting, and I've still got academy scholar of the year from all the country, which was a nice thing. Yeah. Was that uh, what ninety nine or something? Uh, no, it would have been ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah, ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. It would have been ninety eight, ninety nine. So yeah, I, so it, it it was like it, it, that's when you start believing. Well, hang on a minute, yeah. yeah. And that's why yeah. I sort yeah, and that's why I sort of thought. I don't really need to do me GCSEs now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, I don't really have to revise for that. That's, that's not advice. Yeah, 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 that's not advice listen. because make sure you do them because I ended up the next three years trying to get them all back, you know, because yeah. you, you you know you don't think or you, you think, oh, I'm going to be a footballer. You're 15 years old and don't realise how hard yeah. it is and how difficult it is from that 15 to 18. They're the most, you know, you know, unbelievable years what you've got to sort of play football, make sure that you're out playing proper football for me. Um, and this is this is it, you know. Now when I ring up or try and ring a twenty threes player or coach and talk about them, you know, I think we get sometimes a bit of, you know, turned up nose at us because yeah. we're League Two, we're only Notts County, uh, and it, it it's crazy now because yeah. you know you've got twenty one year olds who haven't played a prim, you know, yeah. not played a Premier League game or a Championship game, but find League Two two below them, and then a yeah. year later. 
you have their agents ringing you about the same player and you think well he could have had 10, 15, 20, yeah. 25 games and he wouldn't have this problem he wouldn't have to go and do that now he could have done it yeah. already so I think that that's a major thing and I think that's why they've changed this checker trade now and a lot yeah. of the 23s uh, you know, in, in the Premier League and now playing in this checker trade yeah. and I think it's really good because now they're being able to see what their players are like at a level yeah. at League 1 and League well, 2 I noticed um, the final last year was two, two league football league clubs wasn't it wasn't an yeah, academy club and I exactly. think that's what people were scared of wasn't it yeah time. well people were scared of it at the time and I don't think you'll ever find it I don't think yeah. you will because um, I think the, the I think only a couple really actually got through the groups yeah. I mean we played Everton here and done really well could have could have been a lot more than what it was I think we finished it 2-1 but you know even the lads coming at the end and just said we, we feared that we were going to go 3-4-5 at some yeah. point and you know and you've got a lot of them lads who've been on loan done really well at places but it just shows, you know, you've got to keep playing men's football because, you know, for me, um, we're just cutting the boys short with giving them academy football yeah. year in, year out. Yeah. So, you're a Liverpool fan, obviously, yeah. growing up. Um, who would be who be your players then that you you looked at? So, you, you're talking about Robbie Fowler here, Stephen Yeah, Martin. well, I, know, I knew Robbie from a long, for a long time. He, yeah. his, dad played, his dad played in you know, the same uh, Sunday league side as my dad, oh, so I knew... Okay. I knew and all my uncles, so I knew Robbie from a really young age before it, and like just before he sort of made it, seeing him when he scored his five in the League yeah. Cup. I see, I was there for that game. We had, I was at the academy, so oh, we got right. tickets, and me and my dad watched it, which was, you know, it was, it was great to see. And that's when you sort of start thinking, wow, you know, I, yeah. he was on the Astro with me like a couple yeah, of years yeah. ago, kicking balls at me, yeah, 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 you know, just on uh, what's it called, the the old Windsor Windsor Street. So I mean, yeah, and that's where we, we all live. We all live around there. So we used to, I used to go training with my dad. He'd be over there as dad. I remember him just being there all the time, just smashing balls into the goal. And like you got him, obviously John Barnes, yeah. McMahon, and all that, all that era growing up with them was absolutely brilliant, man. Yeah. And then I sort of, I, I sort of lost interest in in football and just sort of then focused on players. Yeah. And my my focus went to like Lee Sharp. Oh yeah, all like, and then and Eric Cantona. Right. And, and then you know, and then you so you and so you got a little lad from Liverpool who's all his favourite players at the time are from Man United, Man United players. Did you keep that so, quiet, so not, not really, no, because I had Man United tops. You know, I had Man United tops, and I was thinking, oh my god, I've got away with that now. You know, <laughs> yeah. when you look back, you must have been a good player. Yeah, yeah. Then, eh? <laughs> 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 oh, I never wore them out when ah, I was playing right, football, and that it was only every now and then when I go to a family party just to wind up all the Liverpool <laughs> fans and that. So and and you know, we still we still have a little bit of a laugh and joke about it now, but. That's where you sort of, I sort yeah. of went. I sort of went with it. I didn't so you're studying it. more. Yeah, than I was studying football. I think I'm players more than I was being like a a, yeah, a, a, fan. a fan of a of a football team. I, if anyone was to say who, who would you support, I would have. I probably at that time would have Man United because they were only the team I'd look out for because I wanted to know how they did. And yeah. you know, I can't had scored. Lee Sharp had scored, and then as extravagant, you know, as celebrations and that. Yeah, that's what yeah. you'd want to do, and that's what you looked at. And kids look at it now, you know, when. You see a mad celebration now. Yeah. You see all the kids now. Is that, is that what you're asking for? Yeah, just thought to do a mad one. <laughs> People might start noticing me, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, no, I, I never really think he'd have thought about that to be honest. Just <laughs> you just said it, but it, yeah. But like then, I was just so lucky that by the time seventeen come, I was playing professional yeah. football myself. So for me, I was like playing in the championship. I had a full season, played thirty-eight times, I think in the you know 46 game yeah. 48 game well it was 49 game season you know with the playoffs and, the, and played in a playoff final in my first season got promoted scored yeah. on my debut in in the Premier League well, Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. Leicester yeah scored 
first goal of that season. And then you you know you sit back and you think, oh my god, I'm playing against all these great yeah. players now, like all these players who I've been watching on Sky Sports on on match of the day. Yeah. Where I'm now playing against them. Yeah. And it, you know it, it it sort of you ride that crest of the wave, and I said so at some point it's going to come crashing down, you know, and it's how you pick yourself back up, and it did it come crashing down massive. To me, it come down at the end of that season once I finished on I think I got nine goals in the season. I walked, went away and thought that I was the best player and you know yeah. I'm a Premier League player now I've done it I'm this this and this next year I couldn't get in the team yeah. couldn't get in the bottom side and we were struggling and I struggled I struggled with niggles injuries we weren't fit enough with, and that gave me a really big boot up the, up the backside to make sure that I didn't ever rest on my laurels again because I knew what I had to do to try and stay up with all them top players because they could probably do what I done in the summer and enjoy themselves and go back and then still be the players I realised I had to work twice as hard as them to try and be and try and match them on a Saturday so it, it was a real eye opener but you know one I just look back with so much fond memories and just can't believe I had the career I had but really really appreciate that I did get it what was, the chance to have what was it like sort of then because you're going to Bolton did you, did you ever look back at Liverpool and think you know, I missed that or, or anything. Or, or, no. Cause you said that it was like yeah. basically you playing with your mates. Yeah. And you just sort of, I'm trying, I can forget about that. Then. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 hold, I hold no grudges, and, and it was funny because once I got offered a um, YTS, you know, no, that they all, you know, Liverpool and Everton at the time, but they were always the ones who they'd always monitor you, no matter what, yeah. wherever you left. You know, the the the, the people there with it, Stevie Highway, with the all they, they, they you know, they never let anyone yeah. slip the the site and. The, we, we still chatted just beforehand about going back and maybe you know having a four six week trial about going and maybe yeah. doing an academy or a scholarship there and I just because I was so happy there and I, I enjoyed it and I thought I was getting a, I had a better time of getting a chance or getting a chance there I just you know and everything was going so nice to people like me the you know the academy coach really 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 liked me and the way he spoke about me he knew a lot about me even though I didn't didn't know him he yeah. knew me. You know, he, he watched me so much and I didn't know who he was because yeah. we were obviously with two people who were part-time. He used to just come and watch us all the time and just be that one on the side who doesn't yeah. ever, you know, make himself known. So it was great to hear that and, I, and you know, thankfully, you know, I made the right choice and that gave me the opportunity to be able to, you know, fulfil the dream which, you know, you, every, every young lad in Liverpool wants to be. Yeah. You know, so I'm absolutely delighted with all the, you know, the opportunities I was given and thank God I took them. Absolutely. <laughs> First, first full pro season, and so you end up playing Millennium Stadium as a card. Yeah. Why is Preston? Why is Preston? Yeah. That, that's pretty much. I mean, from going from fourteen and playing for Southfield yeah. to, to going there in what four years? Is yeah. it, about that. I mean, did did you have time to sort of take it in, or you just sort of? No, going, that's oh, what I'm saying. Like yeah, you just got, you just got on. I got on that crest of a wave, and I rode it, and yeah. it was just like I was on top of it, and I couldn't come off. Yeah. You know, and and nothing could get you know get come come and hear me <laughs> and get me off or push me off. Yeah. And I was just riding, and I said, and then that sort of obviously getting that promotion, and then knowing you're going into the Premier League for the first, that just spared me on. Yeah. So I was like, I think I had about three days off. Um, uh, I you know we had a couple of parties back home all that a promotion party with everyone all my family and then I was back to back to training in yeah. the park doing it running it running Seve Park running all the all the runs I used to do and all that I still got them in the back of my head to go in all the trees yeah. everything you know and I was on it right away and then that's I said and then once I'd done that and then I'd done the first year in the Premier League got me nine goals I thought 
don't need to do that now, yeah. Yeah, took the foot off the pedal, thought I'm I've arrived, I've I've done it, I've done two years, done one, got that, done it. And you, you know, you, you you go away, you, you indulge a bit more, yeah, and yeah. I, 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 yeah, enjoyed it, but then indulge a bit more than what you would would have would have the year before. Even though I went away with me weights, me mates every year. When the first year I went away with them, but you know I, I would like you know I try and you know monitor what I did, want to do this, do that, do that, yeah. and then then the second year, pff, don't worry, yeah, I'll have that, yeah, I'll have that, yeah, I'll have that, and the more and more you know and and uh, yeah, it gave me a rude awakening, and then I, I learned how to maintain what you know to stay where I was without being you know too too bad going one way or too good going the other so so you weren't sure with the Liverpool Manchester United going on the first season in the Premier League you scored at Anfield scored at Old Trafford am I right (laughs) right in saying that yeah that how how big is that then for you as as a a young lad yeah well it was you got winning at Old Trafford wasn't it yeah it was the you know the first one to get the get it back one all and then Michael Rickett scored in the last five minutes and that was a great day. Yeah. It was an absolutely unbelievable Veron day. So scored, yeah, United. yeah, Veron scored United. Then I scored against Barthez. I can still see him flying through the air, nowhere near it. <laughs> so it always makes me smile that one. <laughs> and then uh, I'm doing that to the Old Trafford crowd. I've done that, um, and I look like I've been on the sunbed for about four weeks. Because <laughs> I am orange on it. <laughs> I still look at it and go, "Oh my God, what was I doing?" <laughs> the, the yeah, first. yeah. <laughs> you know it, <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, so yeah, that was a great day, and then I remember uh, New Year's Eve, uh, New Year's Day. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I was having pre-match in the cafe, and our, our captain was out in the cafe, like obviously going back to Liverpool. He went, "You're a Liverpool fan, aren't you?" I went, "Yeah," right away, you know, because <laughs> you don't, you you just sort of. You didn't think, tell him about the show. No, no, I didn't tell him about. I didn't go into all that depth. And he went, "Do you want to be captain?" And I went, "Yeah." Yeah. And I thought he was messing because obviously, you know, you you do, yeah. and you're a young lad, you don't really think, and you think. Next minute comes in and he went, Nobby's captain, and I walked out. I remember the, the day thing vividly. I remember Phil Thompson coming up at the end of the game saying it could only be you, couldn't it? And I remember it, it was just, I think it was Edmund Pedersen from somehow with, with his leg just got the ball back across. And I remember just coming yeah. across and side foot at the back end. Stevie scored for Liverpool, yeah, and I scored that one, yeah, which was great. Unfortunately, I didn't score too many after that. I don't think I scored again against Liverpool. I scored a couple more against Man U, but. Never against Liverpool, Stevie always had the edge on me, which he did with the most people. So, <laughs> not, so I'll no take real that. Shame yeah, in that yeah. Like. So I've got no, yeah, as yeah. you say, and, and he did have uh, Zavi with him for most of that as well. So, yeah. was that? Uh, uh, did you play at Anfield at that point? Did you play as a no, schoolboy? Yeah, that? I played at Anfield loads as schoolboy yeah. and, and, and like and, and for the schoolboys and stuff. But walking out on that day, New Year's yeah, Day, full, you know what I mean? Yeah, full yeah. house and a lot of lot of Liverpool fans knowing who I was as well. Um, a lot of my mates in the Liverpool crowd and that, you know, it, it was brilliant because I walked over to the, obviously the the local the Arkles afterwards, yeah. you know, because I used to go home then with me with me dad and that, and all the Liverpool fans are there and every one of them fair play to them, which yeah. I've always said, you know, for me, uh, they're the they're the best fans for me. The the always scousers are always the best fans for me. So, so, so go you've everywhere. gone into the Arkles and you're Bolton tracky, yeah. Bolton yeah. tracky, yeah. At the end of the game, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play. And every one of them shook me hand, yeah. well done, delighted yeah. for you, all that. And you you know very rarely would you get that anywhere else. Yeah. And that's what that's why I, you know so proud to be from Liverpool because everyone is so respectful. Uh, yeah. Being at a lot of Liverpool games, you know, since and that, and even when they're not doing bad, you never hear any murmurs, you never hear any yeah. boos, you never hear any of that. And if there is, you hear more arguing in the crowd about yeah. people booing than you do about yeah, do. them having a go, you know. So yeah, I mean that's why yeah, I, I, you know I've got that fun, real big fondness still about Liverpool and Everton now. You know, I really look forward for them yeah. too because I, I, you know, you don't all the time. Not forget my roots because that's yeah. what 
you know, made me and made the man I am, really. Yeah. I used to used to be a guy in the press box, he sat in the old press box in the main stand, he yeah. sat the last last row of the, the, the fans next to the press box, and I used to sit on the end. He used to ask me all the time, he used to lean over and say, how oh, oh, Newcastle are getting on. Probably would have been, yeah. Skinhead, lad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Still speak to him now, yeah, yeah. Our Newcastle yeah. getting on all the time over my shoulder, how's yeah. getting on, and he used to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. um, did you ever have the chance to go back to Liverpool, or did you ever have a sniff that you might... Because no, you were playing under twenty one, yeah. you were scoring goals yeah. in the Premier League in nineteen or eighteen. Yeah, I think. I, listen, when when you look back, people always said, you know, you'd be great for us and this and that. And I think it was a lot of like sort of speculation here, there, and everywhere. But when you look back and like look at the midfielders, yeah. you know, if I probably would have went there and probably would have could have been fourth or fifth, you know, choice because you know, you know, Zabi and, and yeah. Stevie, yeah, uh, Mascherano. Yes. You know, Didier man. Didier man, yeah. The, the top players, you know, and you and, and and yeah, probably would have got twenty games because of the amount of games they were playing. But for me, I felt that it was more important than I'm playing week in week out in the Premier League, and I got really well looked after at Bolton, and it was my it was my club. It, I loved it, you know what I mean. And I still feel like you know I still have that affiliation with that, same as I do with Newcastle and West Ham. So for me, I, like. If I would have come across, if I would have come along, I don't think I would have ever been able to turn it down. But yeah. there was never really anything really no. on the cards that it was ever going to happen. So, but you know, no regrets about that. I, I, I just love being able to be able to play there every year and and try and you know try and you know beat them. It was it yeah. was it was great in that respect. Yeah, turn them over a few times. The Reebok as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, and that was always nice because. We had some really good, you know, battles with them at the Reebok, um, but and we we had some really really good results. Yeah. And I always remember, you know, Julie Benitez and all that yeah. morning, which used to be music to our ears. And we heard it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I think he still would now if he could. Funny enough, I watched Sam on uh, on Sky not so long ago, and he's done his uh, he's done his one to eleven yeah. of, of the t- the plays he played and. I won't lie, I, I thought you were shooing. I thought I thought you oh, you'll have Kevin Nolan there. And then you started going through the midfield and I thought, bloody hell, they had some good players, Bolton, didn't they? So yeah, when you yeah. go, well, you're, you're saying you couldn't get into that Bolton team, but you had, what, Campo, Aero, Akocha, people like that. It must have been, you must have been sort of going, after a year or so, going, bloody hell, who are these turning up yeah. that, you know, come and play? Well, it's funny, he didn't put me in that, but he put me in the, ele- in the 11 when I sat there. We had all them together well, again, yeah. yeah so right. yeah, I think he was just doing it for the show and just kind of give it to yeah. who he'd work with. Story, and maybe. I think he wanted it to be where it was a bit, everyone expected me, as he's just said, yeah. everyone expected me did, to be in it. Because I think he did give me a big, did give me a little minute clip, I think someone said. Yeah. And I said he's only done that because he, that's Sam. He just likes to be, you know, a bit out of the box. So yeah. he'll be well, thinking. Did you see what he had on for the, for the <laughs> As I said, he's a bit out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, no, it, it doesn't bother me one minute because it was the first person he was going to ring if he were, if he ever got a job. Um, yeah. It would have been me. So yeah. yeah, that's enough for me yeah. really. But then, then talking about them players that you're playing alongside, what was I can't, what was listen, the change it, like it was unbelievable. There? You know, Fernando Hierro, yeah. well you know, World Cup winner or European Championships and Champions Leagues, all that. Been, been to World Cups. I was Yori Jorge of World Cup winner, <laughs> Nicholas and Elke, you know, you Stelios, European Cup yeah. winner, the lads youth, you know, African Cup nations, all that. And and, and listen, I know there's a lot of lot of bad stuff there about um youth and he lets himself down sometimes in, in in what he says and you know the disrespect he shows towards Stevie and, and Jamie and what they've done. Um, I, I think it's you know I, I'd like to give him a little bit of a clip round the year all to be honest for what he does do. But he, he he's a lovely lad and he's got a heart to go for 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 me again he's the one who who wants that 
he wants to be on the on the telly, and he knows yeah. if he if he talks about them too, yeah. he's going to be on the telly. Um, the best, uh, and for me, um, he was a, he was a top player. It just didn't work for him at Liverpool. He couldn't he couldn't you know, and whether that be pressure, anything else or whatever. Uh, and I used to love being able to tell him that he was the only number nine who hasn't scored the whole season, <laughs> whole season for Liverpool. <laughs> so I used to love telling him that every time he got a bit big for his boots. So I, that was something I'd always give and say, you were the worst number nine for Liverpool I've ever, ever seen. And he and he couldn't come back at that, so I always had one over him. So, um, yeah, I mean, and as I said, he let himself down. But for me, you know, we had some fantastic players at yeah. that club and he, he was up there with, with them. He was yeah. up there with them on his day. Bolton there, I mean, you... you I remember that Leicester game, the first game, and everyone thought Bolton were going to get smashed, basically, yeah. and they won 5-0, and then they went to Arsenal, I think you, you drew up at Arsenal. Uh, no, we, we won our first three games, yeah, beat yeah, Liverpool. and we beat Liverpool, Sander 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 Sander. yeah, yeah, went, went down, Dean Olsworth later on, we went, and we had 15 points after 10 games, yeah. and our, our target was to get 15 points after 10 games, if we had that, it gives you about 60% chance of staying up in the Premier yeah. League. So we'd done all the stats, Sam, to make sure that we knew. That, that's 16, 17 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. That so we were doing all them percentages then, what, what it took to make sure that we stayed in the league. And uh, Yeah, so obviously that night was was a special night, but yeah. beating them, I come off, I think, with about 10, 15 minutes to go. Um, but I always remember, yeah, Stevie playing that night in that. Yeah. And it was a. I think after that he went out and bought, Hule went out and he bought, bought, the, two keepers, bought yeah. the two keepers and someone else, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was it was uh, taller like Kirkland and Dudek, yeah. yeah, you do that, yeah. So, yeah, uh, it, it's mad when we're looking back now. You know, when when you start and you can just, as I said, you it's it, the amount of stuff what what yeah. just stays in your head and you remember, and it is it's great stuff to look back at, uh, but just feel so honoured to be able to, yeah. you know, to be a part of that. You know that after that first day when I scored two. Uh, I had an opportunity to score an attic, and I remember the Sam saying to me the next day, "You won't score an attic. You won't be. A, yeah, I bet you don't score an attic this season." I went, "I bet you to do," and I think I had a bet. <laughs> you know, knowing him, I didn't. I got another brace, I think, in another game. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, be old last game of the season at the end of it, come up to me and he goes, "You're only fifty quid." And I looked down and he went. <laughs> No, that's it, did you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you never forgot a thing, you know what I mean? Forget, yeah. So, uh, but it was good, and that I mean, I was just delighted, obviously, to you know, it was hardest because we were the first three teams uh, who got promoted from the championship to ever stay up. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, to, stay, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. to stay up all together. Normally, two only yeah. two had stayed up up until then, that's and all three of us who got who got in promoted all stayed up. Yeah. So. Um, what what were your strengths then as a player? Because you. you I, if you if you don't mind me saying yeah. it, you you weren't a joker for a or a, a cotcher in terms of no, I like to technical I like, level, yeah, but you you yeah. had goals in you certainly as yeah, a, as I, I, technically in and around the box. So I think I was I was up with you know with the, with the best of them. I think that's what probably made me different to a lot of people. Uh, I was just a steady Eddie all around. I was really good at you know I'm tactically and technically. Yeah, I, I, tactically I was really good in the fact that I knew my position, how to play, and what to do. Um, technically, I was probably you know average, you know decent enough that I could get away with it and I could I could work the ball, but not at the standard of where, of the players and who I was playing with at the yeah. time, or playing against I should say more than playing with. Um, I don't think I got probably give enough recognition for how probably good I was, yeah. good of a player I was, because of how many good players we were yeah, playing probably, with yeah. at the at the time. And because you're a homegrown player. Yeah, because well. yeah, yeah, and because you're an England, England player and who you up against uh, 
Stephen Gerrard, yeah. Frank Lampard, Paul Scholes, <laughs> yeah. David Beckham, um, Joel Cole, yeah. Michael Carrick, you know, Jermaine Jennings, you know, just to name a few. That yeah. I mean, like, and you know, any one of them now would walk into this team and walk into this England team. Um, any one of the ones who were sitting on the bench, Nicky Butt, you know, yeah. played with at at, um, at Newcastle. Uh, it was quite funny because when I first went to Newcastle, his first went, oh my God, I hate playing against you. I hated playing against <laughs> you. He said, oh, yeah, there's Nick- some Scouse accent all through the game. That's Nicky Butt as well. Nicky Butt morning, yeah, yeah. So I used to say, I used to think that about oh, you and your <laughs> Manky Union one. So we, had a, we got off on the right foot and we had a really good time. Yeah. And I really get on well with Nicky, still speak to him, you know, Manchester quite regularly. Yeah. Youth coach. Youth yeah. coach, yeah, yeah. So obviously got to keep in touch just in case <laughs> keep him on side players, yeah, yeah, just in case. and then and then I remember him coming up to me about a month later and we I think we were all out on a do and he went to be honest mate I said I've got to be honest with you I didn't really expect you to be as good as what you are really? so that was quite nice, nice to me yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I think I, I did surprise people when I did actually play and train with them uh, to when obviously they just watched me yeah. and it was quite funny because Mark Noble was the next one when I went to West Ham he went I used to just think you were a lucky yeah. yeah, yeah, he said. I used to just think you were a lucky midfielder. He said, but now I know the way you train, what you do, how you are. He said, he said, I know why you get that look. He yeah. said, so that was another little, nice little positive. You know? So yeah. people always used to say that, and people. Yeah, it's interesting because you, Michael Richards played for England after that first See, three yeah. months, didn't he? And, yeah. and get get stick for it. you got an England cap <laughs> at the end of the day, Michael Richards, regardless yeah. of what whatever happened after that. Did you ever, did you ever feel like you were getting close to an England cap? Or you just mentioned some of the players you're up against. But then I see Mark Noble, for example, now, and and, and people look and say, well, he's played how many of your games in the Premier League, never been capped by England, and yet he's got one, he's got one, he's got one. Did you ever look at that and think, where's my, where's my call? Or yeah, do you think there was I a thought there was, ta- I thought there was times when I should have at least, you know, warranted getting called up um, because yeah. of what I was doing. But as I said at that time, I think it was just the squad sort of picked itself. Yeah. The, you know the press picked it and that was it. Yeah, you know, players were Yeah, in. and it was like he, he would, you know, one one might come in or two might come in, which is a bit different to what it was the last time. But it was generally yeah. no matter how bad or well or good they're playing, because it was normally from the top five six teams, and then there might be one or two from here. Yeah. Uh, and I, I did believe because we do you know some of the seasons where we finished eight we you know we had five seasons on the spin I think where yeah. we finished eight in a board that you know I could have warranted yeah. coming on and there was Seven, a lot of play. 70 or Premier League goals I think you've got from the midfield uh, yeah yeah not many not, you know, <laughs> no. there's not many above I'm yet. the most I'm the player with the most appearances in the Premier yeah, League not a cap. Yeah. so yeah it, when you look at it and, and, and stats and all that type of stuff again when you look at it that way you know you feel a bit cheated but look I, I can't look back and think what if and this and that what I do I just I find just count myself lucky that I was able to play all them games and able to score them goals and I've got some great times and lucky enough I've got a, you know DVDs where I can show my boy who now loves football to death and my little girl who you know my little boy doesn't know much about me being a footballer yeah. he, he only knows his dad being a manager you now yeah. whereas my little girl knows a bit about me being a footballer and he just lives for football so when he does actually see me on the all the archives, what do you bring oh, up now? Years, yeah. like, yeah. And he sees his dad score, and you just see his little smirk coming. And like when he goes on YouTube now, and yeah. he, you know, you go on his history or whatever, you see his, his little 
Kevin Nolan he types in and like goals <laughs> and then you must just watch them and then sit there so it's great when you see that you know give it that, 10 years yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I'm hoping that in 10 years he's going to be exactly the same we're doing the same but he's doing it for his goals and nothing else yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's clever enough to clear it if he yeah, needs to most definitely most definitely um, talk to you then Bolton was sort of I, I, for me Bolton if I think of Kevin Nolan, I think of Bolton. Yeah. I'm probably that might be just my era. Maybe I'm. Yeah, I'm, of course. Yeah. Age. I think I'm only a couple of years younger than you. But the two big clubs that you played for, if you like big clubs in inverted commas, Newcastle, West Ham. Um, how were they different then in terms of Newcastle? Because I mean, that was in, well, that, that looked like yeah. for six months. That was like the, the worst move you could possibly have made. For, for yeah. And I think you know a lot of people did like sort of say, "What are you doing?" I remember Gary Speed ringing me when I was on my way up there. You know, Speed on me and him were close yeah. to his thieves, you know, obviously still yeah. gutted about what's happened and everything what's gone on there. But I remember ringing he's going, Don't do it, Nobby lad. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. I said, I've got to because I needed a change. You know, um Bolton were going through a change and I needed to just get away and have some sort of new challenge, you know, because everything could, again, as yeah. I said, become too familiar, everything was a bit you know, just a bit repetitive whenever we weren't, you know, doing quite well the fans had you know yeah. I was the one who, who was the, the, who was the you know the go-to guy to, to, to have a pop at so I felt going there was sort of a new challenge a new change you know new new surroundings and you've got to make everyone around you believe that you are a good player yeah. and when we got relegated I think it was the best thing that ever happened to the club to be honest yeah. because it got rid of a lot of players who didn't really want to be there who were playing there who were on probably a inflated wages people who you know talk the talk in the press but never really walk the walk when they won on the training ground so we got rid of all that and then what it done it, it, it enabled a group of lads to then sort of galvanise the club and with Chris Hewton and, and Colin Calderwood you know start to start repairing it yeah. and I feel that's what we did and that's why they're probably in the situation they, they are now because they realise what it takes now to make sure that you're going to be successful you've got to be together and you can't have all these people yeah. here there and everywhere and people in your squad who are, yeah. who are not willing to give it all for them and that's why we had such a great season in the championship that year and then went on and then that kicked me again yeah. you know kicked me on again because you you know you have that first that year in the championship where i got championship player of the year and you feel right i'm going to prove now that at newcastle i am a good player and do it and then you have that i had that year where I scored 12 goals there. Got your hat with? Yeah, got me hat <laughs> Yeah, so I haven't got me 50 quid back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got a few attics along the way now. So, that, I mean, yeah, and then, you, you know, and you, again, you're riding that crest of the wave and then you get a phone call. Sam's just got the job. Do you want to go to West Ham? Um, I was supposed to be going in for a, a new contract. Uh, they pulled it. They pulled it because they told, because I still had two years left. Uh, so then I had to start, you know, uh, giving the manager a ring and saying, look, well, West Ham have made an offer. So for what? Newcastle paid West Ham. West Ham were not willing to pay Newcastle to take me to West Ham. So it was a no-brainer for me because then I was obviously wanted. I was getting you know the deal yeah. what Newcastle had put on the table, but then taken off. Um, and 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 yeah, and then it was another chance for me to go and prove that I can do it again. And thankfully it did, and it all worked out. And again, uh, pushed on and, and scored a lot of goals again for West Ham. So. Yeah, I think all the moves come at the right time. I don't don't ever ever uh, regret it. Um, and just really, as I say, you know, when you you think about it, I've had such a fantastic, uh, you know, time at Bolton. Then you go to Newcastle, which is a club which is you know it had 
you had Champions League facilities, you had yeah. top of the league, Premier League facilities, the way it was, you get 52,000 watching you every week. Then you go into West Ham, you know going in the right direction, bowling, lovely ground, great history, yeah. all that type of stuff. And you know, there was a lot of things that they were, they were, everything was moving forward. And you look at it now for where we were when we first moved into what it is now, it's a total different place. And you know, I've, you know, take great pride in the fact that I was a big major part of why that's gone forward. And yeah. The same with Newcastle and you know when you and Bolton. So yeah. for me, uh, looking back, I'm, I'm just just feel you know can't be self lucky. And then you know you and then I get an opportunity like this. You think Jesus, someone is looking down on me. You know, uh, so but it's up to me now to make it work. There's no one else who's gonna who's gonna do it. I've got people who I trust, as I said, who who are gonna help me along the way and and people who who who, um, who are gonna make me better. But ultimately it's down to me to make sure that you know i don't you know don't get too comfortable yeah. and start thinking that i can ride the crest of the wave because at some point it's going to come crashing down and i've got to be ready for don't it. do that 2002 no. <laughs> <laughs> well i can do that 2002 summer i've just got to have my phone on to make sure <laughs> i could now i'm a manager and i don't have to go i can come yeah, back in, 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 in good shape good i can points. at least i've got to, i can do a few hours a day and when yeah. that and that's the difference now because like i find as i said earlier on I find myself in and the point where, because I'm not being able, you you know, there's not enough hours in the day now where you can't even get yourself to the gym. So, I'm trying to find that now to fit that in. <laughs> so I'm trying to join in with the lads when I can and do little bits and bobs and just like you know a little you know keep getting a bit of a sweat on and try and work this belly off bit by bit by bit. But uh, no, I must admit I love it, loving every minute of it, and I'm just hoping that you know it continues on this, yeah. you know. Uh, Profits going at the minute, and, yeah. and we can keep working hard. Absolutely. Just finish off, Kevin. Yeah. The last five minutes of you. That's all right. Um, some of the players you played with and against them, in terms of, in terms, of who, who would be the ones that you, you were in awe of in training, if you like, or the ones that you'd look at and go, wow. Um, you know, like, I don't think I was ever in awe of anyone. I just used to love the fact that I was being able to play against someone. So whenever, like you know, you, whenever you're captain, you, you, you know, you've got Roy Keane, who's, yeah. Man United, and you're thinking you're know, one of the best midfielders of. You know, everyone talks about for Man United. Then you, you know, you Liverpool, Steven Gerrard, one yeah. of the best midfielders for Liverpool yeah. ever. Same with Roy Keane. Then you scores Man United ever. Yeah. You know, you know, and then you go to Arsenal, Vieira, yeah. and we ever best players ever. They're talking about not, not like just yeah, the best the, players at that either, time. Yeah. Not this now. And talking about them as legends and what they've done and everything. Being able to pick your wits up against them, I was never in order of them. I always just tried to make sure that I tried to beat them because I yeah. knew that they were. I you could see I knew that, and as I said, I had to. I knew I had to work doubly hard to try and stay up with them, and hope that they were not their top of their game. Because even if they were, yeah. you know, I was going to find it difficult. So, for me, just you know, that's just naming a few, yeah. you know, and you could go on all that. You know, I have no Frank Lampard, Bergkamp, John Terry, yeah. Zola. You know, got all them, uh, Rio Ferdinand, you know, Jonathan Woodgate. Yeah. The list can go on. Robbie Fowler, yeah. Steve McManaman. <laughs> you know, these are all top end players who, you know, you look at it now, um, I feel that was the best generation. Yeah. In the in in football for a, well, in my eyes ever. Yeah. But, but I haven't been around that long. But I don't think you're ever gonna get a generation like that yeah. again, especially English. Um, the English one because I don't feel that we'll we'll dominate as much as what we did yeah. when they were all all around us. Yeah. What about playing with them? What about teammates? Then who would be the ones playing with them? I I mean, listen, I, I 
I played, I had the privilege to play with a lot of them lads who we spoke about earlier, and you know, the Akotches, Elijah Juf, um, Stelios, you know, Kevin Davis. Yeah. Kevin he's Davis, got a new job. Was, Kevin uh, Davis, he's just got a new job, yeah. yeah. Good luck, he's gonna, uh, gonna need it. He's gonna get, gonna need it, yeah. Gonna start getting a few more greys now. I seen him a few weeks ago, <laughs> and he, <laughs> that, them little blonde locks are start going grey soon. Um, and then, yeah, and and Nicholas and Elka, but you know, Nico, he, he stood out. Yeah, he stood out. Um, Fernando Hierro, yeah. Ivan Campo, they stood out because you could see why they won European Champions League. Yeah. You see why they won major competitions because they just got that little bit, bit, bit extra than what anyone else has. But I love, I love working with Pierre Franson. He was one yeah. of my major, yeah, midfield yeah, partner. Yeah, 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 midfield partner. But someone I really looked up to and had a lot of time for me. Yeah, and it was quite quite unbelievable how much time Fernando Hierro had out for, out for everyone. You could see like he was a he was a proper leader of men, and you just remember him always. You know, once a week he'd just pull you in and just talk to you about something of my game yeah. and what I can do to help it. I think one of the I can really remember one of the times he pulled me because he said, "Why why why you wear these boots for training? Why you wear these boots for for game?" And I was like, like. I think I was about 19, 20, I was like, yeah. I don't know. He goes, always stay the same. I went, yeah. oh, okay. And yeah. then ever since that, then that, that day when he told me. Literally one pair of boots in the bin. Them boots didn't ever get yeah. used again. It was always the same. So if I wore moulds yeah. you know, on a Saturday, all moulds. And then if I wore studs, it will be all studs. So yeah. I would never change the same boot, the same shape, because it would be a Nike and Adidas. Because you went, yeah. didn't have a deal then. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like whatever boot you could get all of. Then it was like, so it was all Puma. Everything was the same boot, but it'd be mold or studs or whatever. And he went, "This will help you, I promise." I yeah. Like, okay. And I still say it to my lad now. Yeah. But it's something I've got, and it's from him. Yeah. And I go to lads, "Why have you got them boots on?" So one of our lads had Nike on the other day, and he wears Adidas, and he went, "Ah, oh, because I want to save me Adidas for the game day." And I went. Not good that you need to get your Adidas, yeah. you need to get some Adidas. But when he says, Well, can you pay for them? I go, Oh, yeah, that's where I went wrong. <laughs> Hold on a minute, let's have no, 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 what do they do when they can't afford them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, just little things like that. I mean, Vincent Candela, I remember him, he was yeah. an Italian, yeah, so you come and play with us. But we had some really good lads, you know, who, who really good friends off the field as well, you know, English lads. and we had such a good camaraderie and, and you know they all fitted into it and brought into it yeah Yori you know he was the first one of all you know the foreign yeah. invasion from our place and but it was just it's just seeing how professional he was and the way he was and you know didn't have a pace but all his pace was up there yeah. similar to what Teddy was yeah Teddy sharing him you know similar to him um, so yeah yeah uh, Good, 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 memories, good, good yeah. memories looking back, yeah. Yeah, great. Uh, just finally, Kevin, this is a bit of a personal one for me, yeah. but um, I'm involved in a Saturday team. All right, won okay. the league a couple of seasons ago, wearing, I'm pretty sure, wearing one of your old kits. Um, we bought it off Nicosia. Yeah, yeah. Um, West Ham kit. Oh, yeah. So you're involved with Nicosia then, in, in, the, yeah. in the Saturday league? No I'll, more, obviously. Yeah. But. yeah, obviously we folded a couple of years ago. I was, uh, We tried to keep it running, but we, you know, as you know, it's hard to keep it, you know, keep it going along and keep, basically keep uh, all the lads coming, getting out on yeah. a sat on a Sunday, I should say, because after the Saturday nights <laughs> out, you know, um, and with me being away, it was just difficult because like a lot of our lads, 
who played, um, my brother was really involved with it, and, and uh, one of my friends, you know, yeah, you know Simon. So, uh, them two were really involved in it and trying to run it while I was away. Yeah. And it's just too much, too yeah. much work for them. And, and as well, they were coming to watch me on a Saturday and trying to talk yeah. to lads on a Saturday evening when they're getting ready to go out and they're going, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there, and then we're turning up Sunday. But I must admit, I loved it. I, I got really involved with it when I was at Bolton. Yeah, and we had some really good years. We won the treble yeah. as a Sunday league, yeah, and we won the national cup okay. as I, when I was chairman there. And then I took over and was assistant up to Joey Jubilee, and we won the we won yeah. we won it all. So really loved it, enjoyed it at that point. You know, really loved the the the, the, um, the banter on the sidelines. You know, sometimes I got a bit too <laughs> a bit too heated for my liking. But you know, you can't you know, as a scouser, you can't really back yeah. down, can you? Even if you are no. playing on a sun, yeah, on a Saturday. And I remember, like sometimes with other, with other, you know, with other good seeing too on the Saturday by some team, and you know, you could all, you always, you always knew that it was going to come out at some point. Oh, where was you yesterday, Nolan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. here today. But where was you yesterday when you were getting battered four <laughs> 0 I was like, yeah, well, I was there, <laughs> but I wasn't. So, uh, yeah, but it was always great banter, and I loved every minute of it. And I think that's when you sort of realise that. Yeah, you sort of realise that. You know, you enjoy that. You know, yeah. you enjoy putting your arm around lads and yeah, trying yeah. to make them better and seeing how much they yeah. take on board and, and they did and, and that's why they were so successful that year so yeah. I really enjoyed it yeah. you don't have the two o'clock cry-offs on this one thankfully enough yeah we've got, we've got a quite a professional squad <laughs> and the, uh, yeah they, 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 they tend to do the drinking after the game and <laughs> <laughs> instead of the night before but sure. uh, listen these are getting very good money so they probably yeah. should <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Kevin thanks very much for your time really do appreciate no it problem, and best of luck for the rest of the season at the top. hopefully you stay up there nice to meet you Bob Cheers, Take care, mate. Cheers, Bob.